Welcome back to episode 34 of the Blockrunner podcast. If this is the first time you're listening, we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we attempt to make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussions. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are the topics for today. First up, we recap our podcast and we self-evaluate the progress. Second, our next podcast, we interview John McAfee. Third, how much UBI is too much UBI. Fourth, calling an AI engineer to join the podcast. And finally, China accumulates gold and prepares their own cryptocurrency. All right, let's listen in. What up, Will? Thanks for coming again. I have no choice. What no, do you, you mean? Don't. You don't have to thank me at this point, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're like locked into this, man. Uh, I guess. Not for, not, not like a bad thing or anything. It's just, yeah. What are we at? Like the seven or eight month mark or something like that? Uh, so that's 34. You started this like in March, I think, or May? No, what's, what's after March? April? No, it's April. You started like in April, right? Yeah. Back when it was uh, early $3,800 Bitcoin. It's been like seven months. Something yeah. Like that. Damn, son. Let's do a recap. How do you feel? What do you, how do you feel we've done in these last seven months? <laughs> Since we have like really nothing to talk about. Let's talk about that. <laughs> uh, recap. Well, let's see. Um, so we've had a couple interviews under our belt. Uh, something that we've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, not at all. We've never done that, uh, yeah. and we're not we're not the talking type. Well, at least I'm not. I'm not the talking type. Yeah, apparently I brought that out of you somehow. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's, I what, don't that's what your fucking mom told me. Like straight up, she's like, "I like to watch the podcast." You know, <laughs> she's a Hispanic lady, so she kind of talks like that. She's just like, "Because I can hear my son talk." You know, I was like, "What?" And what he never mean? talks. Yeah, when you're on me, you're fucking yapping it up, dude. You're yapping well, up the there's storm. a lot to talk about, man. It's true. Yeah. You got important <laughs> things to talk about on this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. So, uh, so we got a couple interviews, and uh, coming up, potentially, we're going to interview John McAfee. <laughs> dude, that's that's crazy, man. When yeah. you told me that, like, I got chills, dude, straight <laughs> up. Oh, dude, because that's like a... Are you, do you idolize John or what? What's going no, on? No, I don't man? idolize him, but I, I respect the man's, like, life experience. Fucking what? Not maybe not life accomplishments. Achievements, yeah. Yeah, he's he's a notable figure in like our species. Yeah, you know? he and did. I mean, and he has a lot of fun with it too. Oh, exactly. He's like, uh, he's the perfect example of like you know some. He's a prototype I man. <laughs> maybe something <laughs> probably would happen to be if I accrued the amount of wealth he has over his life. Like I'd probably head somewhere, not that extreme, but like in between that and like bill gates <laughs> you know what i mean those are like the two polar opposites like what you do with your wealth yeah yeah bill gates is like nice and you know he's trying to save the world yeah yeah i mean i'm sure he spends a lot of money on himself too but not like frivolously like yeah. he, like like you it, said if you, if you ever became a billionaire or something you would have like a solar house you wouldn't even know it you wouldn't yeah. even know it you would have a smart house or something like that yeah. maybe like one or two teslas in the driveway and that's, that's it that's it that's it and uh-huh. then I don't, what would you do with the rest of your money i would invest it but I, why if, if you're not gonna like it's not i wouldn't invest it to like necessarily gain more money mm-hmm. like because at, at a certain point like more money doesn't really change your life so True. what i would do is invest it to improve you know to, like solve other problems. Yeah, ex- like what Bill Gates is doing. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, you would yeah. go that route. But he, but he's solving like much, much larger problems, like hunger. Yeah, 
uh, you know, housing in other countries. You it's because like he that. has the funds to do shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, but you would take the same approach, but like scale it to whatever yeah, yeah, bracket exactly. you're in. Basically. Exactly, exactly. Like yeah. something small. I don't know. Let's say you hit like a hundred million bucks, like yeah. net worth, which is that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's yeah. like if you had like a successful startup or something like that, and you, you could, sold it. You could start a rocket business with a hundred million dollars. Could you? Apparently, well, Elon that, did. That's true. <laughs> he, I think he did it with like twenty million dollars. No way. Yeah, yeah. He started it with like twenty million dollars. He bought. Or I guess he start he made rockets off of like a blueprint. I thought he bought them from like Russia or something like that. I, I, I don't remember if he bought it. I don't think he did. I thought it was too expensive. I remember him saying that it was too expensive. Yeah, so I know then, that was part of his process though. Like he tried. There was yeah, an he tried. He definitely tried. <laughs> there was an attempt. And then they laughed at him. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I would laugh at him too. Yeah, <laughs> this is like fucking crazy American dude yeah. coming to our country like. I want to rock it. Yeah. You know? Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's like some evil genius shit. Yeah. You know I what mean, I'm saying? He did talk about nuking Mars. Mars but, so. but for good purposes, right? Yeah. He wants to terraform it and stuff like that. Yeah, so. but that's what a ba- that's what a good villain would say. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the terraform. It's just the terraform. Yeah. Like, I'm but, here but to then save again, humanity. You know, what, what, what nefarious activity could you do at Mars that... Like you could just destroy it even more than it is, and like well, you could like create a civilization there. Maybe he's like a a little mini Hitler. Like he has an idea in his head of like a perfect society. He's like, I only want it's this specific you know race of people or like this a specific IQ barrier or something. I want to repopulate humanity. Yeah, it's it's possible. And then he's gonna release like a super virus on (laughs) (laughs) on on Earth on Earth while he's up there (laughs) on Mars with like his genius community. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's a fucking movie right there. Yeah, it would be a good 100%. movie. I'd watch it. I think it's our, yeah, like, uh, what was that one you showed me? Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. Great movie, man. I fucking love that movie. Dude, yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm about to go watch The Joker. We'll see how that turns out. Oh, yeah. Dude. I've heard good things. It is. It's very good. But, uh, yeah, man, McAfee. I mean, like I said, he has a lot of shit going on in crypto that I think a lot of people aren't aware of. That's I think that's why... Yeah, I went to his website. He's got BlockFi, which is a hardware wallet. Um, he's got, I think, either he either made these or invested in these companies. He's got other cryptocurrencies, like, under his belt. Yeah, um, like, and he's, ha- I don't know what happened to this company, but I remember in 2017, he started a mining company, like, a pretty big one. I think it might even be, like, on the stock exchange, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know how it's doing. I wish I knew, like, the ticker symbol so we could look it up. Maybe, maybe we can Google it, like... John McAfee Mining Company or something. So he's been involved in crypto for a while. And, of course, he makes these bold predictions talking about chopping off his dick and stuff if he's not right, <laughs> you know? Or I, eating it. I think he's talking about well, eating you, it. You got to chop it off first, right, <laughs> before you eat it. Well, it depends if you're flexible. I mean. Oh, God, dude. He's just like fucking did Marilyn Manson. Just yeah, like yeah, gets yeah. down there. Dude, you see, why, why does he say stuff like this? He's obviously not going to do that. Yeah, he's definitely not. Like no human would. <sighs> See anything? MGT Capital. That's it. Ends relationship oh, with man, John McAfee. That, that already doesn't look good. <laughs> Shit. How long ago did that happen? Uh, January 26, 2018. Okay. Damn. Okay, so no wonder he's on to new ventures. You know, that didn't work out. Yeah. But I bet you like everybody who was mining. Dirt, dude, that was during the heart of the bear market, dude. Can you imagine how much money they were hemorrhaging? It's true. I mean, 2018, there was nothing but red. Red. Yeah. Mid-2018. Oh, yeah. That was bad times. <clears throat> but see... 
he didn't do so well, but that's not saying he won't get back in the game because he is. You know, I, I guess we shouldn't talk so much about it until like it's a for real, for real. Yeah. You know, this interview that we'll have with him, and then we'll, yeah, uh, we'll and ask him all the proper <laughs> questions. And then we wanna we wanna ask the the audience, you know, if they have any questions that they want us to ask John, we yeah. pose it to, you know, to tweet them. that out there. Yeah, for see sure. if we can get some. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, so once we schedule it, then I'll tweet it and then see what. See what if anybody's say. got some questions. I think we should aim for like in between 30 minutes to an hour with him. Yeah. No longer than an hour for sure. Yeah. And then do a debrief after. Exactly. Yeah. Unless like for some reason he just like wants, like really likes us and we hit it off with him and he just wants to stay and chill and chat, you know? Yeah. And he wants to invite us on his boat. Dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm hoping this is like, cause he's going around and like, and he's, he's allowing like these smaller platforms, which I would, we are definitely yeah. one of these smaller platforms. Yeah. He's allowing these guys to give, you know, his time he's donating his time to yeah to talk to smaller platforms yeah so I'm I mean he's got something to show he's got he's got to have something to like sell to people so yeah but you would think if you really really wanted to get like some 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 news out there some headlines he would go to like this fucking the podcast John McCormick guy you're talking yeah. about like yeah, a Peter big McCormick what Peter McCormick Peter McCormick yeah that's right go with one of those shows right yeah you know with like a huge audience big exposure so I don't know maybe it's like some kind of like maybe he's trying to find like uh, his next his protege, yeah, or something <laughs> like this. Some kind of like hidden agenda. He's not telling anyone. He's trying to find like a podcast out there, to like maybe yeah. to represent his life or something. I don't fucking know. Who well, knows? It's like um, I guess if you were someone of John McAfee's like experience, entrepreneurship. Yeah. Why not talk to to all the little people? That's what he said. You know, you know, he's he's like, I'm an old man with like nothing to do. He said, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm bored. Yeah, I just want to talk to people, and that's what we're gonna do. Hopefully, yeah. we'll just talk to him and see what he got to say. But I'm gonna remain optimistic. But like, yeah, you're, like he's gonna invite us to his yacht. And yeah, <laughs> tell me about that uh, interview that you saw where someone like some kid yeah. was just asking him like stupid yeah, questions. Yeah, because I think his wife Janice, right? She she's the one who put this out there. Like yeah. John wants you know more podcast interviews, but he wants to talk about crypto. I think right was that yeah. part of the, his. Oh, well, I don't, I don't know pitch? if it was like specifically crypto, but it was anyone with a podcast that wanted to interview him. Oh, that's what he said. Yeah, I thought it. he said crypto. <clears throat> but on this specific podcast, I guess the kid reached out to Janice. Was like, I want to ask him some questions about crypto. But and it was like a twelve-minute podcast of him literally interrogating John McAfee about like a a murder scandal from like ten years ago or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because allegedly he's like uh, charged or um, accused of possibly murdering like his next door neighbor like when he was living in belize or something like that mm -hmm. i don't know the whole details of the story he was on joe rogan's podcast like a long time ago talking about that oh like, really like seven eight years ago yeah oh shit yeah because like he was on the run at the time you know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of <laughs> that looks suspicious right he's like on the run yeah yeah but well, he was on the run again uh, uh uh running away from the government yeah and yeah. uh, he, he said he was going to run for president, but that was like 2018, 2017, something like that. Yeah, so he didn't, obviously. Yeah, he didn't. So he's obviously a guy, like, he says, like, outrageous things, which is... Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, how you man. get clicks, right? Exactly. So it's fine. The fucking president says outrageous things. Yeah, dude. he does. You know, <laughs> this is how you do it. And in the social media age, dude, this is how yeah, you do it. That's true. You don't fucking get famous and, like, get attention by, like, being some, sh you know, some square. Yeah. You kind of, like, you know... You gotta say some shit. That's true. I, I totally agree. Yeah. So there's John. Um, so that's coming up. That should be interesting. Maybe in about a week or two we'll have that potentially. Yeah. Um, so yeah, overall. Overall, I, I would say how do you feel is like 
this whole podcasting experience. I mean, like, I feel equally as confident and as enthusiastic as I was in day yeah. one, to be Ooh. honest. Hell yeah. That's, I, that's what I want to hear. Personally, <laughs> I, I think crypto is interesting. Yeah. And just the podcast forces us to like stay up to date. For sure. And and it's important for me personally because I saw the huge run up in 2017. And then I realized like I, I started remembering where I was during different points of Bitcoin's like huge run ups and stuff. Yeah. And I was like not paying attention to Bitcoin at that time. Yeah, like your mind on like I had personal o- shit. Yeah, like other stuff like other endeavors. Yeah, other like, endeavors. Like exactly. everyone else does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just don't want to be in that position again. So you want you can't I, miss the boat again. Yeah, I can't. I can't. So the, yeah, this is like the perfect it, well, it keeps us accountable like yeah. personally to keep things up to date. Yeah. So but is there anything in you that's like you you really like what's your you it's like a message you want to send out to people. I guess that's it, right? Like pay attention. Pretty much, yeah. Like don't make the same mistakes that like yeah. we did. Type yeah, shit. it's like uh, even even today we see like new stuff. Like uh, for example, Andrew Yang. Just a quick short example. Yeah, he's on. He he just got onto TikTok. Right? Have you heard of TikTok? The the app. It's kind of uh, like Vine, right? Gen Z app. Kind of like Vine. It's like Vine. It's like short snippets. Yeah. Of like it's like stupidity. Uh, it's like a evolution. <laughs> I don't know how it came about, but I think it's it, it used to be like musically, where yeah. it's like a it's a music based app where yeah. you kind of do something like based karaoke on music. or something like something that. Something like that. Is, that sounds like really faddish to me, though, don't it? That's that's what I was thinking. So that's the point. That's yeah. the point that I'm trying to make is that TikTok to you and I sounds like a fad, like something that we wouldn't exactly. we wouldn't get into because it seems like a waste of time. Like if I was like. 12, I'd probably be all over that shit. Right, right, right. Exactly. (laughs) But that's the same thing when, uh, like, 2012, right, when we heard of of Bitcoin for the first time, we were like, oh, that's, like, that's going to blow over. It's not, you know, I'm not going to waste my time on Bitcoin. Yeah. And so, for example, Andrew Yang, he's starting to do a lot of his campaigning on TikTok, and they show their chart of TikTok, TikTok, like, progression. And, like, after the first year or two, I had, like, you know, I think like a million users. And then after a year or two, it had like 30 million and like 50 million. And a lot of those users end up being between like 18 and 29, which is, well, I mean, about our age, but you know, they're more into like the younger stuff, right? Yeah. So, uh, more likely to adopt like new shit. You yeah. Know what I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm part of that age bracket you just said, but I'm definitely like, I don't know, dude. Yeah. You I don't, touch I don't, TikTok. I don't fit into like yeah. my generation. And I kind of <laughs> dude. like, I don't embrace new anything. Yeah. I stick to my old ways and, and like, you know, I miss all the good and, movies. And, and, and that's, stuff. and that's the like, thing that we're trying to avoid with this podcast is that we got to stay up to date on everything. <laughs> like yeah, any right. new crypto as, as just like new shit coin yeah. as it might sound, yeah. we have to investigate it. You have to, because it could be the next. Exactly. It could be, could the, be the next Ethereum. Or yeah, next right? Ethereum, yeah. We don't know. Everyone's out here fucking speculating all damn day, like, what's the next yeah. Ethereum? Because everyone wants the a thousand X return, right? Yeah, that yeah. elusive, that basically golden goose. Our foundation is the fundamental analysis, right? Not technical analysis. Yeah, we're definitely not technical people. Yeah. I mean, we try. We throw off some meme lines from time to time, and they're respectable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. They sometimes hold up, yeah. but... Dude, nothing's more important than fundamental like analysis. Yeah, I mean, imagine if we were um, watching Ethereum back in 2015. Mm-hmm. Fundamentally, like yeah. that's a that's a game changing technology. Yeah, right? smart contracts. Yeah, once you actually like understand what it's, 
Because you would have to read that white paper without like any examples. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. That's the like. That's the hard part. Yeah. Like, so you would have to believe in the concept before it's proven. Yeah. Which is like fucking. And not only that, not the founder everyone. has to actually implement it, right? If, if the too, founder yeah. had just written the white paper, nobody would work on it because it's just like pie in the sky shit. Yeah. But once you build a smart contract platform and it actually works, it's like mm-hmm. holy shit, you can recruit the planet on something like that. It's true. Just like exactly what happened on Bitcoin. Yeah. A Bitcoin white paper is is vaporware until it's actually deployed. Mm-hmm. And that's why Bitcoin was so powerful because in 2009 when it was deployed, it was actually working. Mm-hmm. Right? It had some glitches and everything, but, you know, that's why they say, like, Bitcoin has an uptime of 99.96. What? It's because... At the, some point it went down? It, it went down just because it had some, like some problems early, at the early, early days. Early, early days. Yeah, early, yeah. early days. I guess that makes sense, right? Because it's like yeah, centralized nothing. at that point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Satoshi and uh, I forget that guy's name. Um, the guy that died. Somebody died? Yeah. yeah. The fuck? He had like a, a debilitating <laughs> disease. Oh, somebody like and, who and he was like the Bitcoin? second miner. Yeah, he was like the really? second miner in Bitcoin. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. Crazy. He's, 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 it's a big name. It, it escapes me right now. But yeah. Uh, but the point is, is that we got to stay and and not really take just blow shit off. Like at, that was my biggest problem, dude. Yeah, we blew off the central land and yeah, not big time. I don't think we <laughs> missed a whole lot in the central land, to be honest. Uh, we missed the fucking land auction. That would have been great to be a part of, dude. <laughs> Those that land was selling for peanuts back then. Yeah. Fuck. yeah. But, but every, yeah, but that's tied up cash, and I don't know if that would have been smart at that time because that's 2017. True. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, you that's like happen. huge speculation. If you're fucking investing <clears throat> in land back then, I don't think anybody was like nobody <laughs> knew yeah. that it was going to be you know what it is well, now. Because back then, they they even like they're it was they're it promoting was, a VR platform, which is not today yet. True, you know what I mean. So. And, and even then, they didn't have a well. I guess they had a map, right? They had a map in I those days. I think they had to, right? It was like a very crude. I don't know. That's a good question. Wish but they had whatever. a lot less than what we had when we jumped in. Well, even me, like when I bought my first piece of land, I never s- saw like the. That's right. Well, you know what it looks like. You know, there's a sky. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's a fucking grid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's little trees that pop up and like stupid green cubes. creatures and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like geckos <laughs> everywhere and stuff. Yeah. THC phones. <laughs> HTC. <laughs> oh yeah, THC. <laughs> THC. My bad. Weed phones. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I just bought a fucking red square pixel like on the map. It wasn't red. It was like a pixel. Yeah. And so I really had to take that leap of like faith. Like, dude, this is going to actually turn into something. But imagine two years be- before that. It's even more Less extreme. than a pixel. Yeah. I would imagine. Probably, it was probably like a coordinate or something like on yeah. the auction. It's like, you just bought, you know. 69 comma 43. Yeah. It's like, sold. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck did you just buy, dude? But yeah. back then, like I said, the craze and the mania. Because Decentraland, the concept alone is like, yeah, yeah mind blowing yeah. shit. Absolutely, you know. But like you said, it's it was just vaporware at the time. Yeah, like who the fuck knew if if they would actually pull it through? Yeah, and it's not easy, you know, because we're deeply involved in it, and they just did like a Halloween, dude. I never got my NFTs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I th- you gotta contact those guys, dude, because I got them. I know you got them. You're fucking out there displaying. Everyone's displaying them. I'm out there like. Dude, Dude, I've been around since the beginning. I've had my account. I was like one of the first ones, probably like one of the first thousand to create an account. Yeah, character. to get an avatar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I guess at some point I linked it to like an address that I'm no longer in control of or something. Yeah. But like if I'm going up to these NFTs in Decentraland and clicking on them and it tells me like you have an NFT now, you just collected something. I'm hey, assuming that means you know what? it's going somewhere, right? Maybe. You know how on MetaMask you can select the account and you can switch your public address? No, I don't know that. <laughs> well, <laughs> perhaps, 
perhaps it's one of those. Maybe. By switching the account. But I, I, went, I basically, yeah, I, I went to my MetaMask and I copied and pasted that into OpenSea search mm-hmm. engine. And I did the same thing for my Dapper and I did the same thing with my Ledger, my Ether wallet yeah. address. Yeah. And none of them have <laughs> <laughs> any the NFTs. NFTs. All they have are my pieces of land. Yeah. Thank God. At least that's fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> but damn. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's not um, seamless, I guess, because, you know, I didn't do any. I feel like I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I don't that's know what tough. happened. You know? Yeah. But you should. Cont- they'll, they'll help you. They've helped others. So I'm sure they will. That would be like a good test of like how good the customer service reps will be in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I ha- actually a had a similar problem, too. What, yeah. what happened with me is like. Uh, I, I use Brave for pretty much everything now, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, early on when we were testing in Decentraland, Brave ended up breaking something, right? Yeah. Something wasn't working with Brave. Yeah. So then I switched to Chrome and I started collecting NFTs with my Chrome browser, right? Yeah. With a MetaMask on Chrome browser. And uh, so it turns out that when, they, when you actually find an NFT in Decentraland, they send it to the original address that you registered your avatar with. So it was going, so all the NFTs that I was clicking on using my Chrome browser was going into the MetaMask in my Brave browser. Yeah. And so that's where everything was going. So once they fixed Brave and I went to Brave, I used Brave to get into Decentraland, I was able to see all the NFTs I collected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so the NFTs I collected on my Chrome browser, I would just have to use OpenSea to send from that account to my MetaMask. So I'm just missing, like, I need to fucking figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. What I don't think they can help you with, they could just tell you which public address it is, and you're just going to have to go and hunt for it manually. Mm. Because it's not like... How would they be able to tell me what public address it went to? Well, because they have the public addresses, right? They send yeah, they okay. send the NFT to the public address. So they would just look at my avatar character or something? They, yeah. Yeah, they were looking to oh, my your email, your right? email, which yeah. is associated to a public address, which is associated to NFTs sent to that public address. I don't know what the fuck could have gone wrong, dude. Like, how could it be somewhere not within those three wallets that I have? You know what I mean? That's yeah. so weird to me. So I'm thinking like the MetaMask, you just ha- you're using a different account. I think something like, happened to that Dapper wallet because I'm almost 100% sure like I, I created my character because yeah, I know for 100% I used Dapper to claim that name Yeah, because I had residual mana left over in my Dapper um, wallet, like 300 mana or something yeah. from, from the claim a name fee. So, but yeah, I copy and pasted. The mana's still there. Yeah. You know, so like it should be the same account. Yeah, that's true. Well, so like what, I don't know, man. Well, so, uh, yeah, uh, just try that. So uh, go into your MetaMask, your Dapper, and then your different browsers. I think you've only used Chrome, right? The whole time. Yeah, I've never adopted Brave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to collect know. that dust, Brave? Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not into that crypto BATs. dust, dude. Yeah, dude, I've been fooled by crypto dust before. <laughs> like EOS is like Yeah, I, I, click on, I click on all the ads that pop up, yeah. and I collect maybe about less than $5 a month, I guess. Yeah, dude. So... But I I do it just like for the the shits and giggles. Yeah, I know. You and know? you like to support like crypto projects, right? I yeah, just, yeah. I I really enjoy my Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> I like my Chrome extensions. Everything's good. Yeah. You know, I like my ad blocker. So yeah, next time you go, uh, just try changing the account. Like literally, click on account, and then there should be. Yeah, we'll figure options. this out. Figure this out. Yeah, I don't think the podcast you never know. care about my problems. <laughs> you never well, maybe they might have similar problems. It's true. But uh, you never know. Like these NFTs, it could be worth something like yeah. a year from now. That's what I thought. That's why I've been participating. In, well, <clears throat> and it's not all of them, but as much of them as I could. I think the first one was that that casino re- release. Yeah, where they gave everybody a like, mask, Genesis mask, like a choice of like five masks yeah. if you wanted. And so I was like, yeah, I thought the same thing as you. Like, was it like maybe like a 
a few hundred people are going to have these masks. Yeah. If this ecosystem grows to like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, dude, th- yeah, those are some rare commodities yeah, in the future. Sell them 500 bucks, maybe a thousand bucks. Yeah. Well, who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I missed out on all of that. <laughs> so, fuck. Well, it exists hopefully, somewhere. Hopefully they become worthless. <laughs> so I don't feel like I missed out. <laughs> Oh, man. The point is, yeah, they're doing shit in Decentraland. You know, it probably would have, since we've had so many Decentraland podcasts, it probably would have been a good idea to record that. Yeah. For some reason, it slipped our mind. (laughs) What What are you talking about? The Halloween festival. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, they were just, I don't know. It was just like clicking on, like, but, but on graves and collecting yeah. NFTs. Like the gameplay wasn't like mind blowing, but but the it's the, the, the turnout was like oh the yeah most for sure. Thing. There's so many people there. Not only that, the idea is that you're collecting NFTs. I yeah. mean, what what other game gives you NFTs by clicking on shit? Yeah, it was like the first like real like big like, example of, of like a use case like actually yeah. working. Yeah, it was working. Yeah, for everyone but me, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so that's progress. So that's what I'm saying. I invested in this nothing square like a year ago almost and now we're playing and together. now we're fucking doing halloween festivals and shit not yeah. on my land but you know oh, i got yeah. cooler shit going on on my land oh yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> anyways but yeah uh but yeah i mean obviously decentraland they're, they're doing they're making a lot of progress yeah there's some haters in, in discord though hell yeah dude haters for everything yeah. tribalism man yeah 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 but they got in like in 2017 when like shit so was like at its peak yeah so those so. are the people I'm talking about. Like they took that big leap of faith in 2017, and they're sitting here waiting for like two years. And like, yeah. yo, what the hell, man? Like, yeah, where's my like, VR? They're impatient, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Which I understand where they're coming from, but, but when like, you're when you're in the trenches, shit is not easy. Like, oh, yeah. the things that you set out for two years ago changes, and there's really nothing you can do about it. True. And uh, like as a user, you just have to accept it. And plus. You're, you have to address your target market. Your target market right now, your addressable target market, do not have VR headsets just lying around, no. not getting used, right? Your target market has, you know, laptops, iPads, you know, anything, you know, accessible. So you run your game on a browser. Yeah. And that gives you potentially hundreds, you know, hundreds of thousands of users to millions of users. Yeah, for sure. And VR, what are you going to get a few thousand you know Maybe. what? I don't think video gaming is going to be what sells VR, like those those <laughs> Oculus headsets. I think once I think that's why Facebook bought that company because like I th- they probably know that. No too. man, I don't know. I think video games is going to be the thing that sells those because like with any technology, it's video games and like porn that really <laughs> sell that stuff. Well, it's going to bring on like a, it's probably already there, like a, a nice little critical mass, you could call it. Yeah. It's like for, for so games, that, for anything, right? Any new technology needs to hit that critical mass. So, it, I guess, like word of mouth spreads in a way, and then they don't have to advertise as much. It's kind of like, yeah, it organically just starts turning oh, viral. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a Tesla vehicle. They don't do any marketing. Exactly. Dude, that's like beyond critical mass. Yeah. Like yeah. Tesla, they. They hit that probably with the Model S, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just people were just like, dude, this is the shit. And it became like almost like cultish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cultish following, right? It, it, yeah, I would I would describe way. it as cultish following for sure. But it's yeah. it's also because it's just a better product yeah, yeah. than anything that's out there. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even close. I mean, I, and I'm understating its yeah its real value. Well, this is like like you said, it's actually a better vehicle. It's not like how like hybrid vehicles were like exactly. ten years ago. Exactly. That was cultish too, but that's just like smug assholes. Yeah. Like like I'm here saving the planet while you guys are driving your diesels and shit. It's like you guys hate the earth. I'm all over yeah. here getting sixty miles per gallon while you're getting thirty. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. It had like that turnoff. Yeah. I think that's why those. Things never blew up. Yeah, for sure. But Tesla actually made like a quality product. It's like better than its competitors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like and it, and it continuously updates. Yeah, dude. Dude, yeah, I'm sold. Like, you know, but I just don't have the money for oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sold. Like if I were to buy a brand new car, I would want like a fucking Tesla yeah. for sure. Yeah. And not dude, purely a out Tesla of Tesla like, will make you money. That's what I was about to say. I mean, it's a business now to have yeah. a car. It's like a good financial decision. Yeah. If I need a fucking car, why wouldn't I have one that can go work for me while I'm just chilling? Dude, yeah. absolutely. The cars are sitting there 98% of the time. Yeah. More than probably 99% of the time is just sitting there in a parking lot. Yeah. So That's why crazy. not make it, you know, help, help it drive people around? Yeah. That is crazy. Don't you think, though, <laughs> like, if, if maybe at the beginning it'll probably be, like, super profitable to have, like, an automated taxi Tesla under your ownership? But, like, if that becomes, that market gets, like, so saturated, don't you think, like, the the value of that service is going to go to, like, zero? No, no, because not everyone can afford these vehicles, first of all. And so there's going to be... But I think there's going to be, like, companies out there that are going to have fleets of these cars. Because, you you know, it's a good business model. If you have, like, a thousand Teslas on your, you know, 10-acre lot. Yeah. And they're just out there, like, just shuttling people around. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, I feel like the market might get saturated. Like all of a sudden, yeah. Rides but to get to that point, it's gonna expensive. it's gonna be a while. I mean, yeah, I agree. It's gonna be a while, like a generation, maybe. Even, yeah, like twenty years or something. Yeah, it's gonna be a while before it gets there. But you're right. I think yeah. once economies of scale, when you're talking about automated vehicles, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the the, uh, become the like rich a, guy that owns a thousand Teslas is gonna be like the market leader in your area. Yeah, and then at that point, like owning a Tesla is gonna be <laughs> shit. Well, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a shared economy. Like people, like in Houston, everybody has a car. Yeah. Uh, but in Houston, it's going to transition to almost very little people have a car. And it's just, you need a ride, you just order a ride, and some robot comes, picks you up, and that's it. Yeah, it's, it wouldn't even be a service at that point. It's almost like it's just it's expe- part of the, it's expected. Yeah, it's part of like <laughs> the infrastructure of Houston yeah. to, to be able to get a ride, an automated ride anywhere. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. Yeah. And maybe our taxes know. will pay for like supporting these vehicles. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it does always stay like profitable. Which, which again, we have two freaking hats <laughs> for, for Andrew Yang. Two. <laughs> yeah, one wasn't one, enough. Yeah, one was not enough. We got another one with marijuana on oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's got a little wheat leaf on the back, dude. Yeah. They don't sell these no more, right? No, that's that limited out, edition. Dude. dude, we got that hot fire over here, dude. <laughs> we got that, that, that mega merch. Yeah, man. So yeah, I should have leave this backwards. Yeah. But then you, nobody's going to know. They just look like potheads now. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Keep the math. So, I mean, and then, you know, you talk about this potential. Again, I do think Andrew Yang is going to win the nomination, and I think he's going to win presidency. Damn. I'm going to I'm going to make know. that. That's my De- prediction. You're, de- you're declaring it right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm declaring it. Uh, wait, wait. You said he's going to win the nomination and win the presidency. Wow. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's because he's actually addressing the problems that, that – you and I directly feel yes. in the economy right now. We're, I know, dude. We but, are but feeling my, it. I'm skeptical of like humanity's capacity to like <clears throat> react to that reality. You know what I mean? No, I, I totally get where you're coming <laughs> That's from. That's my problem. I, I totally get uh, it. You, 
we've been through this like a, you're like the optimist i'm the, the <laughs> cynic of the group yeah you know what i mean i'm naturally just like dude the world's gonna burn yeah 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 <laughs> you know what i mean see I, I think i mean from a psychological standpoint humanity has a tendency to uh figure things out and we figured shit out in the past and i think yeah. people will figure it out that uh, you know, a freedom dividend is going to be actually very helpful and not detrimental. Yeah. You know, one of the questions I do want to ask Andrew Yang is how much UBI is too much UBI? Yeah. Like, has he done the math on like, hey, you know, if we give everybody $2,500 a month, that's the point, that's the tipping point where it's actually detrimental. Like, well, well, has 20, he done the math, math on that? That's essentially like everyone's, uh, that's, that's enough to live off. Almost anybody in this country, you know what I mean? Yeah, I would think so. But yeah. that's that's, that's my like question. Your, that's like your needs. But think about this. Of. Let's yeah. let's think about this. So a thousand dollars a month is subsidized by the technology companies, right? Uh, not just that, but also. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, in addition to uh, VAT and and you know all all the other stuff that kind of pays for for okay. the thousand dollars a month. Yeah, he's broken it down before. So. Yeah, so so everyone gets a share of a robot truck mile, a Google search, Facebook ad, all that. So we yeah. get a little share of that. So then it gives us the incentive. The people have been given an incentive to encourage companies like Tesla, like Facebook, like Google to continue optimizing their automation. Because when they optimize that automation, they make more money and therefore gives us potentially more in a freedom dividend. So, so it, changes, it changes the teams here. We're not the people against the companies. Now we're the people encouraging the companies to continue automating. And see, but I think the problem is there's a, there's a middle ground there that is really hard to figure out, like how it's going to happen. Like I, I think I don't think anybody would fight against the idea of like full automation and no longer humanity. Dude, they're fighting work. it right now. though. No, because to get to that point is I feel like is a brutal execution of like our current economic sure. process no right? i absolutely get, I, they're probably going to be like a period of time where like a huge depression is a result like you're like you're talking about it right now mm-hmm. you're saying like by encouraging companies to automate out human workforce is going to increase that ubi potentially yeah yeah so but it's not it's like if you get to like two thousand dollars a month and like 50 percent of the people are out of the workforce because they've been automated out yeah our economy's in the tubes like <laughs> you know what i mean we might not even be able to afford two thousand dollars a month anymore at that point so there's like a yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's a point a to point b like there's it's not like sh- a straight shot you know what i mean there's so much in between that has to be addressed. Yeah. No, that's, I, that's, I, I see what you're saying. Problem. I see yeah. what you're saying. When you have 50% unemployment because, because, <laughs> because of automation. Yeah, because, like, you know, technology is so efficient. Yeah, $2,000 know. may not be enough. Yeah, so how do you get to that point is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that's Because that's, like, a the biggest leap of, like, humanity ever at taken. That, at that point, you're, as a society, you're depending on companies to continue yeah. generating revenue, yeah. to continue being able to support a UBI, an even higher UBI. Yeah. So, yeah, it's this is, man, we're, we're dealing with, like, a real societal Shit. civilization problem. Yeah, like, this hasn't happened since, like, the Industrial Revolution, I feel like. Yeah. Or maybe even, yeah, like, something like that. Isn't, who says that? Like, this is the fourth Industrial Fourth Industrial Revolution. Revolution. Who says so that? So, economists have saying that and then Andrew Yang's you know Uses is it. echoing it yeah he's totally right yeah 100% and it's like it's happening the majority of us aren't even noticing it yeah you know what I mean yeah I mean it, it's literally happening right now. you can look out the street and you can see it right it's yeah. it's sparse right with Tesla vehicles uh-huh. but uh, you can extrapolate that all vehicles are going to be automated there's not going to be a need for a driver's license you know mm-hmm. 25 years from now 
even smart contracts. Like they're Sm- yeah. fucking automating agreements. Banks, you know, and agree. Yeah, like they're that's that's never been done before. You know, we no longer need people to like mediate our transactions anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Just do it it's through code. Coded. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And then and then <laughs> artificial intelligence is taking accountant jobs, is taking call centers. Um, and then you the only know, thing that's safe right now is like the arts. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like a creator. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like some type of. And then the, I mean, uh, an extreme version of automation. You could you could potentially automate some programmers. But would we actually? Oh, programmers. some like script engineers. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. A robot could do a script pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, not a robot, but an AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what happens when like quantum computers get here? Because apparently we're we're getting closer and closer to that. Like how much well, changes? See that that's a that's a wrench. I don't quite understand in the machine. <laughs> so, right? Yeah. Like I don't understand like what what changes as far as like our. It's just a computational power is exponentially increased. So what does that mean? That means a lot for AI. But what does that mean for like so automation? Like, I, I really don't know. We have sufficiently powerful computers to automate. producing a vehicle right yeah so i don't know how much computational power would actually help in that respect yeah so why like what google's obviously well because purpose in this so ai is to help with understanding getting information from data so if because right now programmers Mm. have to code say look you're giving this huge data set like terabytes of data yeah and you're telling coders to hey figure out give me some some information from this Develop some kind of algorithm that gives me some some information from this data. Mm-hmm. And instead, you can have the AI say, look, here's the data set. Here's like thousands of terabytes. Yeah, when you say data, you mean like... Like it could be... An example is like... Like temperatures across the planet. Like, and then... Yeah. So you do the temperatures across the planet over the, the last 250 years. Uh-huh. AI, you tell me what's going on with the planet. And it'll be able to like read all of it at once or something like well, that? Well, yeah. Very all, fast. Very, very... Quickly with quantum computing, yeah, it'll yeah, be doing. Yeah. It'll do it much faster with quantum computing, and be able to spit out some type of trend or some type yeah. of like. And then you can do uh, a simulation analysis. based off on it. Yeah. Like imagine you have a simulation on climate change, right? right? With all of this 250 years of data, like fine, fine data. You have like zillions of points of data over 250 years on temperature, and then you run a simulation on it. Say, what if all humanity completely gets rid of carbon producing um energy resources yeah um you know what's going to happen to that temperature over the next 10 years yeah. and it'll it'll actually plot to you exactly what earth will do when we completely eliminate carbon emissions and that's not doable today uh no i mean it's it's doable but it's very crude yeah. And you have to use Google supercomputers to do that. And yeah, that yeah, costs yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. So AI would kind of like democratize the use of, you know, super powerful computers. Fucking A. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we need a deep diver. Well, uh, deep, deep, we, we need an AI dive engineer. deeper? Dive deeper. Is that a how deep you? dive deeper? <laughs> we need to fucking do some education is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> we need to learn some things. <laughs> like, cause yeah, I watched that video, man. It's like, dude, it blows my mind when I see this, sh- like these fucking brilliant engineers and shit. And they're sitting there like plugging wires together and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> like from my perspective, yeah. the fuck are these guys doing all day? Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I, they get to go eat their awesome lunches at their Google campuses and stuff. Right, right. But they're creating something. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, and they're I, prototypes to a product yeah. that's yeah. that's what they're doing well, so, of course I, I mean i i know what they're doing but it's like yeah I just, yeah well yeah you just want to know what kind of shit it, what, yeah, what's what gonna you, happen yeah what are you gonna lead to when you do this yeah because google's like the biggest company in the world or one of them is yeah like, and this is like their focus one of them 
Dude, Google must be like this like engineering play center of the planet. That's what I'm saying, dude. They can, Imagine like, that do campus. Anything. Like I, I watched another video of yeah, like how they eat over there. Do they eat like gods? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, and it's free too. Yeah, dude. You, you like, could eat as often, yeah. anything as much as you want. Yeah, they treat their employees like awesome. Yeah. At Google. I think that's like the culture of like Silicon Valley, I guess. But yeah. damn. Damn, is it working, I guess. Like yeah, they're producing I mean, some crazy shit. Shit, I would do exactly what Google's doing if if I had the resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I get the the most intelligent people say you guys work on whatever you want. Yeah, and yeah. Just let them fucking do their shit. Yeah, figure it, figure <laughs> anything out. And then like, I guess they have like a team of people who like evaluates like what people are working on. Is like, oh shit, like this guy's doing something crazy. And then they like fund it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. guessing that's how it works. I hope that's how it works. Yeah. That way, everybody has at least a shot. Like, if somebody somebody's working on ai that actually is convincing people that it's actually a human you know fund that guy not the team of mit engineers are like coming up with something more complicated see, when it doesn't the, even work yeah see like when we interviewed a syndicator and stuff like my biggest <clears throat> inquiry or my my biggest misunderstanding is like the ai part yeah i just don't get it <laughs> yeah Probably because I don't have a background in computers or data or anything like that. I have a background, if I could even call it a background. I have a college education on biology. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's nothing Almost to do the with same computers. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, which I never even, like, put to use. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, but I'm, like, into this computer stuff now because of the cryptocurrency. It, like, kind of, like, sucked me into that world. I totally get it, man. Yeah. So I'm like... I don't know. I need like an AI guy on this podcast. <laughs> we need that's, to find someone. You know, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. We we got to get. Just like whenever we found Decentralands, like, do we need. Then we found Maddie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We need somebody who's like in this shit. Yeah. Kind of like really like. Who freaking loves AI. And is willing to explain. He's like a dumbass like me. Like, but on like, <laughs> like, so everyone listening can understand it too. Like, that's the yeah. problem. You know, like a, a new technology, kind of like crypto too. A lot of it's like these people are super like intelligent and mm -hmm. they're like, it's, it's it's hard to articulate a message. It's hard to for like, them to explain exactly like yeah. to, usefulness to, of this technology. To somebody who literally doesn't understand it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Without sounding like super boring, like you just want to like go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's it's tough communicating this oh, stuff yeah. just because yeah. we need like a, a Neil deGrasse Tyson for yeah, AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He's like the perfect example. Like he explains science and like astrophysics with enthusiasm. Yeah, gets you excited. It's like, he's like he's you're yeah. you like damn man, I want to fucking know more. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we need. Yeah, we need that for crypto too. That's a great podcast, man. I listen to that yeah. all the time. Star yeah. Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. Every every like. Um, industry needs that guy <laughs> it's yeah. like the voice of an industry you know well he's he's Pretty like cool. an excellent communicator like yeah. it's it's rare to, to be so intelligent in a in a such a smart field and be able to communicate with exactly. enthusiasm that's exactly what i'm talking about he's like the second coming of carl sagan yes well 100 percent. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what he is you know he's like cool and he's hip yeah. you know <laughs> he's in with the culture and stuff and yeah 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 People like him. I liked him. He's a lot big reason why I like majored in science because I used to always watch his videos on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. I was like, dude, I want to know more about life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I looked at the science catalog. There's like something called biology. It's like study of life. It's like shit. I'm in. I'm, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So. No, I totally get it, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so hopefully one day we'll find someone. Yeah, I, so we should we should just better. reach out. I mean, we've been we've been pretty good at reaching out to these people and like getting them to come on. So hey, you're getting some miracle, miraculous shit going, dude. If we get dude. this John McAfee interview in, dude, it's like Kobe. Yeah, <laughs> nothing but net, dude. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we need some uh, more. Because you look, you uh, kind of like uh, you don't emulate, but you you follow this. What's his name again? McCormick. Uh, Peter McCormick. 
you yeah, follow what his Bitcoin. whole process. So, yeah, yeah, so his podcast is uh, What Bitcoin Did, and he's actually transparent about how much he earns on his podcast. So and he has all the stats. Yeah, he's got all, literally everything that you can think of from a statistical standpoint on his podcast. Yeah. It's public. Yeah. And uh, that's actually what inspired us to start our podcast is oh, that, yeah. like... <clears throat> that's what he said, too. That's why he does it. That's why he does it. He wants... To, well, he had like three reasons laid out, but one of them was like, maybe this will inspire someone to yeah. do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it totally worked. And, uh, and, and plus, I mean, the stuff that we've learned so far since 2017 or 2016, where it was when we started on learning cryptocurrency, like we've seen so much shit that people need to avoid in the next run. 100%. And that's another thing that we're trying to help people to avoid is... Not only just like the shit, the obvious shit coins like BitConnect and all that. That's the second coming of BitConnect. Mm-hmm. But, you know, proper ways to like do this, you know, like the due safely, diligence. the due diligence and like actually like and not not just throw your money and like, mortgage your home. Yeah. Don't throw darts. Yeah. With yeah. Your fucking life savings. Yeah. Because it's yeah. Uh, you got to be smart about this. Yeah. And, you know, we believe that there's going to be a cu- at least a couple more opportunities to capitalize on Bitcoin. Like in the because we're lucky, yeah, Bitcoin, yeah, yeah. you know. Imagine fifty years from now, our kids are gonna be looking at us and and be like, "Dude, you were alive before Bitcoin was started," mm-hmm. and you know we, we got to take advantage of this this point in time. Yeah, and there might not be another opportunity like this. I agree. I can't see another one where like like everyone can literally be involved. Yeah, and like the, the planet, yeah, anyone on the planet. If you have an internet connection, you're in. Yeah, you know, you could take part, you could participate, you can create. Yep. Kind of like what we're doing on Decentraland. We're actually, I never thought in a million years, like in 2017, I I would actually even like be anywhere near like creating anything like in in the blockchain space. You know what I mean? Right, right. All I did was like read about it, like fucking smart contracts. (laughs) You know what I mean? For the longest time, I didn't even understand what it meant. But now like I'm seeing Oscar work with these dudes and they're like talking about how to make the proper smart contracts for like these transactions to occur and shit automated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, autonomously or whatever. Now it's like clicking in my brain, like, oh shit, this shit's actually important. Right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? It's not just like shit to speculate on, like it's an investor. Right. You know? Like there's things are actually gonna happen. Like And on top of that, it helps <laughs> us to communicate with like newcomers too. It's like yeah. hey, look out for this stuff and we'll be able to explain everything and and what Oscar's doing, I, I also also agree with you. I never thought that we'd be creating stuff on Decentraland. Anywhere, like I said, I thought if if I was yeah, m- the most I can get involved with is like yeah, just speculating on shit yeah. coins, pretty much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's other things you could do. You could fucking go on Syndicator and like make some predictions and make That's some true. money. There's That's like true. so much you could do in this space, you know? Yeah, there is. But you gotta actually like find find out. You know, you gotta do your research. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's there's so much stuff out there. We're not even scratching the surface. Like one of the I main know. one of the main topics we got to get into, and it's it's probably gonna be like a series. DeFi. DeFi. Yeah, that's another thing, man. If you got money like rotting in your bank account, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> accruing like negative interest yeah, or whatever yeah, the fuck. Pretty much, <laughs> dude. That's something you gotta be paying attention to. I mean, it's it's super risky because it's like super early days. Yeah, but it's like a no brainer. It in is. Aspect. Like I mean, right you now we have money rotting. Yeah, know? yeah. It is. It is <laughs> yeah. negative interest. It is. Yeah. Um, right now with, with, uh, I think compound, you get 5% interest. It used to be 15 back, you know, just a so few why months do you think ago. It's 5% because like if crypto is doing good, essentially. Yeah. The interest is really high whenever it was like, everyone's like bear, bear, bear market, bear yeah. mode. Yeah. Which makes sense. Cause they got to compensate. Dude, right? think about it. If, 
in the next bull run, let's say it gets to 100K or uh-huh. 150, whatever it is, and we have a couple of Bitcoins and we end up cashing out. Let's say we cash out $300,000 just yeah. for the sake of argument. Yeah. And we put the $300,000 into DAI and we put that into compound. Mm-hmm. And we, we just said that in a bear market, which that's why we exited because we're anticipating it's going to be a bear market, right? Yes. Yeah. 15% on $300,000. A lot of cheddar. Yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's like forty five grand. Forty five right? grand per yeah. year that, on dude, interest. I, I could more than live on that. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Like I could have done that, but I didn't know. I don't know if it even existed back then. I don't think it did. But the, the no, it, it didn't. The, the strategy back then was to I don't tether think even out. tether. No, tether was. Oh, uh, tether was there, right? Yeah, but I I never it, used it because I was scared. Yeah, yeah. Because was everyone was talking about, dude, this shit is a shit coin. Yeah. Backed by nothing. Right. No audits. You know, these guys don't have any cash. So it's like at any That's minute, valid. Tether could just plummet. Yeah. Like all my money's gone. Who the fuck you know, has the you, balls? How could you risk that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, but die is a little is a lot more different, you know? I'll, I'll totally do that in a heartbeat. It's yeah. Thing. And yeah, like you said, that should, has to be the strategy coming yeah, up. Yeah, man. There's no reason not to. So the only goal is just to collect as many Bitcoins as you can. I mean, it's even a meme right now. No, it's always been the meme, you know? It's just like a Bitcoin race type thing. Yeah, but now it's even harder. I mean, a $10,000 well, yeah, Bitcoin is like... Dude, for for the yeah, I think like nowadays, like for the common man, for the average retail person, it's, it's almost unreachable. They're not gonna get a one Bitcoin. Like yeah. almost I think like ninety percent of Americans have less than five thousand like in their savings. Yeah. Like retirement savings. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Something like that. I saw a figure somewhere, but it's like yeah. that's part of our American culture, man. Like our culture is literally like spend, spend, spend. Hanging on by a thread. Pay- paycheck, 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 yeah. yeah. Debt, 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 borrow, borrow, borrow. I mean, Andrew <laughs> you know Yang I mean? says this all the time that um, I think like 80% of like Americans can't afford an four- unexpected $400 bill. Exactly. Like, holy oh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I know plenty of people in my life who, yeah, if yeah, like 400 something. 400 bucks, yeah. They're fucked. They got to like, go. Yeah, I get new tires. Like, nope. Well, yeah. I, I guess I'm not going to go, work. You got to go call mom and dad, you know, like, yo, I need to, I need some help. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know plenty of people like that. Shit, man. I was like that not too long ago. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's weird. Like, there's a lot of people, you, you feel like you're in this position and you feel alone, but then you start listening to like Andrew Yang, you start talking to other people and they're like in similar positions. It's it's really weird. Who? Just like not like being people? able to afford a $400 oh, yeah, you know, sure. thing. like, well, yeah. I guess I'm not the only one, right? No, you're not. You know? I mean, we're all members of the same culture, you know, same yeah. society. Yeah. It's just the way it is, dude. It's it's uh that I can attribute that a lot to like our lack of financial education in our like education system. Well, you know? that's part of it, but like things have changed, man. Like another thing that Andrew Yang says is that if you're born in the '90s, you're less than a fifty percent chance of doing better than your parents. Yeah, most likely because like college is too expensive. Yeah, uh, shit like that. Yeah, everything's everything's becoming more expensive. Everything's being automated away, so there's less chance of less opportunity, a job. I guess. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of opportunity, but it's like, yeah, the opportunities that are is arising is like you need to go to college for this shit to get like a computer science education. And not everybody can be a programmer. I mean, exactly. it's it's not trivial. And it's like not everybody wants to, you know, be 100 grand in debt. Yeah, you that's, know right. I mean? that's right. And like all these technical jobs and stuff that are going to be automated that you don't have to go to university for, they're yeah. gone. Dude, that's gonna have a huge impact for sure. Yeah, and there's gonna be. That's a, why I liked Andrew Yang. Yeah, yeah. He's, gonna, he's the first one to actually talk talk about, about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be a new wave of like technicians, like the equivalent of a mechanic, but they're fixing robots. 
That sounds dope as fuck to me. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck not, man? I mean, these these individuals are going to be intelligent. I mean, mechanics are intelligent because they know how a combustion engine works and mm-hmm. they can fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these guys would be, you know, even more intelligent because they're talking about a robot arm that's fixing, you know, the arm that puts the door onto the onto the car, right? Yeah, or the robot arm that's literally like assembling itself. Yeah, type shit. Yeah, but. At, at the beginning, yes, yeah, you're literally going to have to be like an engineer with like an engineering background to like be able to even tinker with this technology. Yeah. But at some point in the future, yeah, they're going to it'll be they're it'll bunch become this easier. knowledge together, like a knowledge base, and then they're going to train humans to like you know. Yeah, and I can this. see them training with like AI goggles. Exactly. I mean, not AI, uh, like VR? AR, AR goggles. Oh, AR, yeah. augmented reality. Yeah, it's where you can actually see in front of you. That's right. Like that's right. Like augmented. Shit. Well, you can do the same with VR. That's a, that's yeah. You cool. could. You could. You know. That's that. That's what I'm saying. Like when I said, I don't think the Oculus is gonna gaming's not gonna sell it. It's gonna be shit like that. I think. Yeah. That's gonna make. It's gonna An force actual use, like enterprise use of VR yeah. or AR. It's gonna actually force like society to adopt it because like it's in just, schools, it's, like, just, it's better. just a better way to educate. That's kids. right. Absolutely. I actually saw like a news report on that. Here in Houston, there's like a, I don't know if it's a district or maybe just a single class or something, but they have Oculus headsets for every student. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're wow. teaching them, you know, like they have like a like a lab, you know, a virtual reality lab where you can mix chemicals and see reactions and stuff like that instead of actually having to do it in class. Dude, that's I mean? badass, man. Yeah. that's, that's Dude, I wish I was in that chemistry class. <laughs> Yeah, man, remember the crappy games we had to play, like uh, I, like the math. <laughs> oh yeah, the stupid math <laughs> conne- like games on the shit computers we had back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's how they educated us with video games, but now they have like VR Fucking, worlds. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, dude! I used to love those games though. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I had fun I, playing. I remember those games. learning keyboarding with like Super Mario, like jumping yeah. and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you did it right, like a math equation right, then you move up a level or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know? Very crude, very like '90s, but it worked. It it's got basically me. those same games, but for the 21st century. Exactly. Uh, yeah, dude. So yeah, anything else? Oh, I wanted to talk about China and stuff because um, what's going on with China? Dude, China and Hong Kong, or what do you China. mean? No, just like China, man. <laughs> I got China on my mind for some reason. I saw a video. Have you ever seen the YouTube channel called? Oh, dude, those lights are killing me. <laughs> the YouTube channel called uh, "Data Is Beautiful." Have you seen that? It sounds familiar. See if you could pull it up. Go to YouTube. It's it's a pretty cool channel. I've been like hooked on it lately, like watching as much shit as I can. But there's one that struck me. Uh, it, it it like shows like the um like the GDP of nations over over like the last 200 years. And like, see if you could f- type in GDP after data is beautiful. Oh, oh, this one. Top 20 country GDP. Let's watch that, dude. I want like your opinion. But yeah, I saw this and I was like, dude. That's good. You gotta hear this awesome China music, dude. <laughs> I don't know if this is a oh a copyright strike, but yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the early 1800s. Look who's on top, dude. China and India. United States is not even in the picture. Well, we are, but not that high up there. But I love to see this, dude. Like this reminds me a lot of like watching like crypto charts. But hold on, hold on. Andrew Yang says GDP is not a measure of anything besides like. No, it's it's a good measure of like a, of just a country's wealth, but it's not a good measure of, of like, like its overall it's health, health and you happiness. Yeah. yeah, it's like GDP is still good, but yeah, you need to incorporate like happiness. Yeah, I mean, as long as like, as long as people understand that GDP is not a measure of like actual like 
progress. I mean, other it than is. like like economic progress for sure. Yeah, it is. It's a good tool, dude. Like, because this these charts tell a message for sure. Like 1844. Dude, we were we were uh we were measuring GDP in 1840s. I guess. The hell? There's data somewhere, dude. No, I'm sure it was yeah. like a uh, a guesstimate. At, at that <laughs> maybe, <time. laughs> maybe. But it makes sense, right? Like, dude, China on top and India because why they had the biggest population and they still do but this is before like the industrial revolution really kicked off you know now look at United States making some plays like oh shit here I come bitches <laughs> <laughs> you know this is like right here is post civil war there's the UK dude this music's so badass you don't want to go it to is. China so bad it is badass I feel like we're like in a movie dude yeah Look at this. UK and the United States are duking it out for third place. I think, like, late 1800s, early 1900s is, like, really when the United States took off. You know what I mean? And here it comes. Skadoosh! USA became the first country other than China to ever surpass Indian GDP. In 1879. Yeah. Just think in your head, like, what's going on at these times, dude? Like, so many wars, so many... So Ten years later, the United States became the biggest economy after surpassing China. Boom. Damn. Dude, that was more than 100 years ago, man. That was 100 years ago. Yeah, dude. Modern-day Rome is, is forming right now. We're building the railroads. We're, we're mining, or <laughs> not mining, we're drilling oil everywhere. You know, we're fucking owning right now. God damn. We're creating <laughs> machines. We're creating the Model T. You know, we're fucking... All of a sudden, we have cars and nobody else does. <laughs> we're shitting on the world, dude. The last dynasty of China fell in 1912 and marked the end of 2,000 years of imperial rule. That's that's crazy. Dude, China has such amazing history, dude. I wish I could know more. And then it says, The USSR formed in 1922, consisting of a total of 15 states, including Russia, SFSR. Here comes Germany, like out of nowhere. <laughs> 1930 right now. Yeah, right now we're like entering the Great Depression. Like the Roaring Twenties is over, dude. Like the stock market has collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's killing themselves. Everyone's eating soup and bread. Yeah. You know? And then all of a sudden Germany. Hitler's come to power, dude. The Second World War Europe. started in 1939, ended in 1945 with Allies winning. Yeah. And look at United States leaving everybody in the dust. It's fucking killing it, dude. I think, like, around this point, post-World War II, like, to the end of the 50s, is probably, like, peak United States, I think. Like, we literally had all the technology, all the innovation, all the money, all yeah. the resources. We are kicking ass. So, 1959? 49. Communist Party took over China and nationalists fled to Taiwan. Yeah, but look at China. Dude, China, like, fell off hard. So right there, 1967, we're at $4 trillion in GDP. Mm. $5 trillion. So 1972, Bangladesh uh, became independent from Pakistan. That's cool. Now. So Russia, where's, where, where the hell is China? Exactly. China's way, like, in, it's right above Mexico oh, shit, right now. You're right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's insane. Damn, China collapsed, dude. Yeah. This is, like, during its early communist days, so there was, like, lots of shifts in power. There's lots of murdering going on. 
like millions of people getting murdered in this time. You know, everyone's poor. Then all of a sudden, here we go. We're entering the 90s. It's like a China Go, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, they adopted capitalism. Dude, this shit works. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, we need to be making products. And that's exactly what they did. In December 2001, China became a member of the World Trade Organization. Oh, my God, dude. Look yeah. at that shit. Dude. They're, like, sprinting. <laughs> Damn. Dude, isn't that insane? Damn. It took them like 10 years to catch up. Holy and they're shit. smoking us now. Yeah. After 123 years, China once became the biggest GDP. Now these are just projections of what's going to happen in the future. I don't really take this into consideration. Who the fuck knows? Like, World War III could happen, and all of a sudden, like, Mexico's on top. Every <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Well... I mean, we just saw history, right? Yeah, 200 years of history. We might be at, you know, in 2034 at 27 trillion GDP at at second place, but that doesn't mean we can't become first place. Oh, exactly. But these are just projections based on, like, I guess, current rates. Yeah. By 2040, Andy will reach half. That's so cool. That was awesome. I like that stuff, dude. Dude, I love this channel. Data is beautiful. Dude, data is beautiful. Shit. But yeah, that's why China's on my mind, dude. Because, dude, they're smoking us, I think. <laughs> well, for good reason, I guess. I mean, they got, like, so many people. I mean, all the manufacturing jobs are over there. Exactly. Just because it's actually cheaper to hire a human to do manufacturing work yeah. than to get a robot right now. Yeah. But once robots become cheaper than a human, a, a Chinese human, dude, China's going to be in deep shit. Yeah, you think so? Dude. That's going to be their collapse? Yeah. So then they should really not want that. Because think about production of a robot compared to like thousands of or millions of kids in china mm-hmm. like a production of a robot dude they're, they're gonna be smoking all those kids oh, at, at yeah. cheaper rates too you don't gotta feed them you don't gotta like damn they probably barely feed these kids anyways but <laughs> still you know so there's fatigue that you can't yeah, of course you can't get around so fatigue. yeah like they gotta sleep yeah you know, these robots are gonna be cranking all through the night and the day dude they're gonna just be churning out yes gonna be crazy but still china like you gotta keep your eye on these motherfuckers because we're like go back 100 years when the united states made that move and yeah. all of a sudden conquered the world in an economy china's doing exactly that same move right now yeah and what what was the result of that like dude tons of wars and like <laughs> you know with the united states once they became the top player they didn't just like sit back and chill dude they like yeah. conquered the world yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, conquered the world we got bases everywhere it's only a matter of time before China like rises up and like and yeah we does run the same shit thing, yeah. we run shit motherfuckers you know what I mean ah oh, man so I, see I, I pay attention to if this if we take the perspective that Neil deGrasse takes it's like dude we're all on the same yeah I know ship right you're we, right we can't really we shouldn't Compete. be competing with each other we should be collaborating yeah and like improving on technology and that would be ideal it would be for <laughs> sure that would be like the picture perfect scenario for you know like and life. capitalism doesn't lend to collaboration it lends to more competition of course and so of course until we change those systems i mean capitalism has done so much competing. great obviously yeah. for society and humanity but yeah it's it's, it's at it's some a point horrible mindset for like yeah yeah, yeah. for just i don't know for uh commu- for lo- longevity yeah, because at some point, yeah. Because think about it. Like, if we do a, a a war of AI, like that's that could be detrimental to humanity. Yeah, at some point it would be like a, yeah a cyber war. Who controls? Yeah, the everything. intelligence, right? The, yeah. the, the intelligence is gonna win. The flow of data. 
Shit, man. Where does blockchain come in all this? That's the savior. Well, the centralization exactly. of information. Well, not information, but control. And, yeah, like I said, the flow of data. Yeah, yeah. If we could decentralize it, we don't have to worry about who's in control, who fucking has the best economy. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's the right? beauty of if it. If we decentralize it, then we're all playing on the same level playing field, and we're all on the same team. Yeah. Right? Like so fucking miners in Belize could be contributing to That's this right. data flow and not That's like right. everything running through China, which is like the big problem we got right now. Like, <laughs> you know, China owns like everything. Yeah. Well, on that <laughs> note, yeah, that, gotta call that, it. that was a good, that was a good video. Yeah. We just like shot the shit for an hour. Cause yeah, just had really nothing to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, just to add on to this a little bit, like, um, I don't know if you know who Max Kaiser is. Yeah. Yeah. I like that guy. He made some great, bold, early predictions about Bitcoin, whatever. But I've made my own prediction. Like, I feel I'm maybe on the podcast or not, but, you know, like you just said, we're competing with China and, like, the rest of the world. At some point, they're going to figure out with cryptocurrencies and, like, you know, everyone's like a, it's like a gold rush to create, like, a, a stable coin these days. If a country, yeah, I mean, like, China's working on a stable coin themselves. Oh, well, they are. They've already announced it. And, yeah. and, you know, they have, I think there's evidence out there. They've been accruing, like, so much gold over the last, ten, like, five or ten years or something. I think Max Kaiser's idea is kind of, like, aligns with mine and ours. We've said this yeah. before. They're going to have release, like, a stable coin or crypto coin that's backed by gold or something. Yeah, yep. Maybe even Bitcoin. Yep. You know, because China obviously has, like, a huge Shit, mining. chunk of Bitcoin. Yeah. You know? And they could just remove their depend- dependency on our USDs. You yeah, know? yeah. And I always thought to myself, like, dude, that's the best way to, like, fuck us. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just, just, like, we don't want this shit anymore. Yeah, and dollar. these guys, they're smart. They they yeah. probably already know this. Oh, they know. And they're working they're, on it. They're already working on it. Yeah, it's like a currency war, basically. Yeah. I think is where we're headed. And oh, yeah. What? I totally agree with that, man. Yeah. It's going to be crazy, man. That's why, man. And I saw Max Kaiser made that video a couple of days ago, and he, like, said the exact same thing I've been thinking about. And I was like, dude, that scared me. Yeah. Because I thought I'm just, like, some idiot making a prediction. <laughs> but no, dude, Max Kaiser is really smart. And he yeah. said the same thing. Yeah. It could be happening. I want to see that video, so find it. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll add it to the description of this video, too. That way people can see it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at The Block Runner and uh, like and subscribe. And we'll see you next week. Later. Thank you for listening to The Block Runner Podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at The Block Runner.